the day, a day that we have been looking forward to for quite a while, when we will be gathered here together to celebrate and to be able to worship together. To be able to partner together in mission, to design what God is calling us to in this community and to work together to be able to bring healing transformation in our community. But this is a good last Sunday for me, and I do celebrate being together with all of us today. But it's also a day of great significance in the church. A day that we celebrate the day of Pentecost, the day that the Holy Spirit was poured onto the church to empower them to be able to fulfill the mission and the ministry of God. It is such a great day, a great of celebration that has even been referred to as the birthday of the church, the day that the church came into life as we need to. There are so many reasons as well we can celebrate and be joyous about today. But I just want to mention two or three reasons as to why I come today such a joyous and such an amazing day. Well, the first one is it is because today is a day that God fulfills His promise. You see, Pentecost means 50. Festival Sunday is 50 days after Easter Sunday. That glorious morning when Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, was risen from the dead. But you see, to just put this day into context, if I could not ask us, take a step back and try to imagine how life was for the disciples on the day like today. You see, for the disciples, the last two months or 60 days or so have rather been quite interesting. On Palm Sunday, they went and entered into Jerusalem, triumphantly with Jesus Christ, everyone singing, Hosanna, Hosanna, son of David. Everyone was applauding them, being very excited of the prospects of their Messiah coming into Jerusalem. They are saying, only a few days later, perhaps, Jesus is arrested. He's not only arrested, but also crucified and killed. And it becomes quite a difficult, difficult few days for them. And of course, at that particular point for us, we are privileged to know how the story ends. For them, they did not know how the story was going to follow. In as much as Jesus had saved them, that he will rise again from the dead. That good Friday, as we say, for them it was a dark day, but they decided, yes, all their hopes in heart fashion. Long ago, on the third day, as Jesus had promised, he rose from the dead, busting forth from the tomb, being able to come back to life and confirming that assurance of salvation that he had always been telling us. Jesus said that for 40 days, revealing himself to them. And then I think we're just doing that, Jesus says, you know what, I am going up to the Father. And I think we're just having a conversation there, he was caught up in the heavens. But again, he left them. <coughs> Promise of sending them the Holy Spirit. 
I hope who will be able to come with their strength and their courage to be able to serve Jesus. And all they have to do was to wait, wait in Jerusalem for the coming of the Holy Spirit. And of course, what I did say for us about the story is, but I don't want to imagine for the disciples waiting in Jerusalem only a few months ago their leader had been killed. How lonely and how frightened they must have been. Just waiting. I don't know what to think, um, but some of them maybe were like, oh, you know, he died and then three days later he came back to life. So maybe after three days the Holy Spirit will come. Day three comes, the Holy Spirit does not come. The waiting continues. And they wait. They don't fight. I do celebrate today, 
knowing that this promise of justice shall be established through our world will one day come to the Today is a day of celebration as the promise of God is being fulfilled. But even as this promise is being fulfilled, another reason to celebrate is that we are in power, just as the disciples were in power. You see, there is this individual, Peter, who only a few months ago denied Jesus not once, not twice, but three times. They said, I do not know who this person is. It's like when someone says, you look like you, you talk like you, I saw you. Sometimes, sometimes I do think that maybe this person who was saying to Peter that you were one of the disciples of Jesus was one person. Do you remember that miracle of the fish and the bread? Yeah. Sometimes I do think that that person was a person that Peter specifically gave bread and fish because it was the disciples that distributed. Maybe Peter didn't have this right Maybe that person remembered Peter because they were angry with the food that Peter denied him. But on this day, when the Holy Spirit came upon them, he was able to stand and to proclaim the salvation of all, to be a witness of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He was empowered to stand and to be bold to proclaim that Jesus Christ, the one that he crucified, he indeed is alive. He is indeed resurrected. And today as we celebrate the of Pentecost, I pray that the Lord will pour upon His Spirit to grant us that boldness to proclaim this gospel to the ends of the earth. As we start with ourselves here at St. Paul's and I pray that God will be able to grant us the, the opportunity and to give us the understanding to share this transformative message to all people who God has given unto us. It is a day of celebration because God has fulfilled His promise and God has empowered us to bring healing and transformation into His world. I just wish to conclude the words for Pentecost King, part of which is um, in the news center by Hugh Shock. Just read the two last stanzas. The first stanza is in the news center. Hugh writes in his Freedom, give to those infantry. Lift the battles caused by sin. Give you hope, new strength and courage. Grant release from fear. Life for darkness, joy for soul. Love for hatred, peace for strife. These and countless blessings for you. In the streets of every city, where the bruised and lonely dwell, let us show the Savior's pity. Let us of his master in all lands and in all places. Let us serve and seek to pray all the world to better pray. Christ to be 